And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive me. And today we're going to be covering Lord Maitreya. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. We're going to be talking about Jerusalem, Israel, the Middle East crisis, World War III, and Iran. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. We're going to be starting a series today regarding the, the 501c3 corporate church, particularly of America. And what I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch. And today, we're going to be discussing... The UFO phenomenon is growing and not going away. Is it the next great challenge for the church? And ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for November 25th, 2012. And, uh... Just going to be covering a variety of different topics today, and the first one is a listener comment regarding pretty much condemnation of Israel and supporting Hamas, the terrorist Hamas that I got this last week, and it was entitled "This Is the Real Truth." Okay, and it starts out by saying, and I, I just. I'm giving the pertinent parts of the email just for time's sake. Um, ask the Father to forgive us. We are guilty as we do nothing. Let God our Father arise this year and let his angels come and stop us all from our guilt in this murder that is happening. Okay, so I clicked on these videos and one was a video of a uh, little deluded uh, I don't know what you would call them. Basically saying that we're over there and we're doing all this wicked evil toward uh, Gaza and Hamas and and um, we need to stop it. And the second one was a video of the actual a bombing that took place in Gaza. So this was my response uh, to her. And I, I give you the links to the videos if you want to go look at them. Okay. The first video is a deluded devil accusing Israel of war crimes in Gaza for defending herself. And that all Americans, especially Christians, have the Muslims' blood all over their hands. Okay. And the second video is of a surgical strike by an Israeli fighter jet in Gaza. You said, and I, I'm quoting her from her email, that, quote, we are guilty as we do nothing. And I said, what does that mean? Does Israel have a right to defend herself against the thousands upon thousands of terrorist attacks and of rockets targeted at her from Muslims going back decades? Evidently, you believe that Israel has no right to self-defense and that she should lay down her arms and just let the Muslims totally annihilate them which is exactly what would happen if they did this. There's that expression that I said. If, if Israel lays down its arms and let the Muslims have their way, they would be totally annihilated. Okay? It's in all their unholy writings, the Muslim Quran and the other unholy books they've got, and that death cult that they're in. They would absolutely totally, I mean, they are bent on this. This is their main goal in life. Total annihilation of Israel, and then the great Satan, America. And then eventually all infidels, which would be a non-believer in Islam. Because they don't choose to call the moon god Allah their god. So that's their, their, that tolerant of other religions. They're the most intolerant, hypocr hypocritical cult I've ever seen. And they try to have this veneer of morality and we're so morally upright and we're so much better. I watched this thing last night on a, on how, you know, you, you've seen the reports on how our troops have, have been guarding the opium and the poppy in Afghanistan and that's one of the reasons we're actually there. And there was an actual, it was a colonel or a general interviewed. I mean, a, an American colonel. And then 
they were interviewed, and he's like, yeah, we got to do this, but we don't really want to do it, but we, if we didn't, they wouldn't have any jobs. I'm like, so you're guarding the poppy plants where they make opium. Back when Russia invaded Afghanistan, uh, a couple decades ago, uh, they were engaged in this big war down there. Okay, Kind of like this regional conflict. I had watched a documentary not too long ago where they were talking about they were actually, Islam was making sure it was exporting as much heroin into Russia as it possibly could. And there was a twofold, twofold, threefold purpose. Not only were they making tons of money doing this, but they were also, it was also a way to defeat and destroy and defile their enemy who they would view as, as the Russians, by literally, I mean, they were showing these towns where these people in Russia were, I mean, it was like this one town, I think it was like 60% of the people were on heroin. It was some unbelievably high number, you couldn't even comprehend it. And they've got this other drug now that they're doing because they can't even afford the heroin, and it's crocodile or something, because it literally gives you, it rots your body. If you don't hit the vein with it, it's three different things you can buy at the Russian pharmacies, which are 24-7, these Russian pharmacies. And it's called Crocodile. It's three, if it's like eye drops, these prescription eye drops, and cathetin, and one other thing. You combine them together, you cook them up, and you inject it. And they were showing all these horrific pictures. I've seen it up on the internet before. And this drug culture that literally Islam has shipped there, through opium to heroin, which has then um, transgressed into this crocodile stuff. I mean, it literally rots you. They were showing pictures of these people's extremities. I mean, it was like, I wouldn't even want to show the video, wouldn't even want to put it out. It was so horrific, what it, what it does to you. But they have created a gigantic, drug-addicted, just whole cities of Thousands and thousands and thousands, huge percentages of the city that are totally drug addicted. And yet, Islam acts like they're so morally upright. But see, that's okay to do because you're, you're destroying the infidel, you're killing the infidel. That's justified in Islam. You can deceive them, you can kill them, you can destroy them, you can rape their women, you can, you can uh, bring them into slavery, you can rape little girls, you can do whatever you want. But in many, many times, I would imagine little boys would fall into that too, just can dancing boys of Afghanistan, if you don't believe that. A wonderful trend they've got down there of, you know, uh, raping little boys uh, in Islam. So, it, I just find it so unbelievably ironic when I get emails from people defending Islam. I'm not saying Israel's perfect. I've never said that. I'm not saying that, you know, we rubber stamp whatever they do or say because they're Israel. Like some people like John Hagee, who literally believe in ethnic salvation where they're saved just because they're Israelites. Or that there's not wicked Zionist leadership at the top of the food chain. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, but it's obvious what's going on here when you look at Hamas and their agenda, and their constant agenda, and their agenda to try to provoke Israel constantly, over and over and over, and it never ends. And then they want more land for peace, and they give them land, and then they just move their rockets in closer. All of the things they state, all of the things that they do, the, the literally 20,000 plus terrorist attacks since 9-11, and that's probably only about half of them that were even documented that I went over in recent weeks. But Israel has evidently, I say in the, the newsletter, in the email, evidently you believe that Israel has no right to self-defense, and that she should just lay down her arms and just let the Muslims totally annihilate them, which is exactly what would happen if they did this. Now, if it was the other way around, if the Muslims laid down their arms... And said, you know what, Israel, we just want peace. We're not going to fight you anymore. We're not going to try to annihilate you. You know what the difference would be? There would be peace. Israel would not try to go and annihilate all the Muslim nations and, and destroy them and wipe them off the planet. 
It's not their agenda. They're, but they're in a position where, you know, it's either self-defense or literally have us totally annihilated. And you, you have to think, I'm sure the devil has nothing to do with any of this. Because, I mean, you know, it's not like Israel's not mentioned in the Bible many times regarding the end times. Like in Revelation 7 and Revelation 14 where they, or Re- Revelation 7 in particular, where they mention the 12 tribes of Israel, uh, 144,000 Israelite male virgins. Just see Revelation 14. I mean, you have to have those tribes literally in existence for that to be the case. And now there's all these cult fringe groups out there like British Israelism and the Black Hebrew Israelite movement and Christian identity. And you could go on and on and on. A lot of this spawns from uh, the, the, on the other end, on the uh, British, British Israelism, a lot of that spawns from really straight from Nazi doctrines, you know, brought to us. A lot of it was perpetuated by Adolf Hitler. Ku Klux Klan is based on a lot of this stuff. And, and they literally believe, no, they're the 12 tribes. It's the European, it's, it's all, no, 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 we, we okay, yeah. I, I definitely, if all I ever had was a Bible, I would definitely come to that conclusion on my own. Oh, yeah, I mean, in a, in a heartbeat. Or, or the black Hebrew Israelites. I would definitely come to that conclusion, if all I had was a Bible, the word of God, that, yeah, it was, uh, you know, the tribe of Naphtali was the ones that migrated to Trinidad. Or the tribe of whatever, Levi, were the ones in British Israelism, the ones that migrated to Ireland, or whatever they believe. Yeah, I would definitely believe that. See, this is how cults get started. This is why I tell people, do not rely on a whole bunch of books and men and and authors and all that. You have to understand, we're in the time that the Bible predicts there's going to be more deception than any time ever on the face of the planet, ever. Jesus Christ said, Regarding this time in Matthew 25, you know, take heed that no man deceive you. Deception is going to be the norm, not the exception. This is why I tell people I'm here to act as a liaison. I'm not here to build a following or have, you know, whatever. I'm here to point you to the word of God. I'm here to biblically reconcile end time current events with the word of God. And it's very easy to do. It's really not that hard. Take a King James Bible, compare it to what's going on nowadays, and just biblically reconcile it. Unfortunately, most of the 501c3 corporate church out there won't touch a lot of these subjects with a 10-foot pole. They don't really shy away from this one as much, um, Islam and, and uh, you know, uh, as opposed to Israel and those types of things. They don't tend to shy away from that as much. But a lot of these other subjects I cover, they won't, they won't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Um... Anyway, so, let me just read the last sentence. Evidently, you believe that Israel has no right to self-defense, and that she should just lay down her arms and let the Muslims totally annihilate them, which is exactly what would happen if they did this. Would this make you happy? I am really starting to think it would. As for Israel to accommodate your wishes, it would be a total death sentence for all her people. This is a fact, as the Islamic Koran demands total annihilation of the Israelites and the radical Muslims are totally and increasingly devoted to this exact goal. She has not, has she not given enough land for peace? Meaning Israel? Because that has worked out so wonderfully for Israel, the whole land for peace thing. I mean, it's been a real, you know, win-win situation for Israel every time they've done this. They just move the rockets in a little bit closer so they can better they can get a better bead on civilian targets. Because they're a bunch of devil cowards that indiscriminately fire rockets just hoping they'll kill some Israelite family just so that they can, can provoke them and just inflict any kind of misery on them. They're that sick. They really are. I go on to say, in the second video, you are seeing the end result of Israel defending herself from Muslim terrorists. Israel does not indiscriminately bomb Muslims. These are surgical strikes. But the Muslim terrorists are such cowards, they launch their rockets from civilian areas so that when Israel retaliates, they have no choice but to take out these targets. 
And the Muslims make sure those areas are loaded with women and children, using them as human shields. And the Muslims admit to this, as I have documented over and over again in my teachings. I just documented it last week, that they use them as human shields. So they launch from inside Gaza, where there are high Muslim populations, with women and children, families, so that when Israel retaliates then they're going to be sure to take out civilians. They do it on purpose, and they admit to doing it on purpose because their goal is, from a worldwide global view, to demonize Israel as much as possible. This is their stated goal. They're, they're incredibly, maniacally, slime-buckety evil in the way they do things. They're as slimy and as black-hearted as you could possibly get. Morality, throw morality out the window when it, when it comes to Islam, man. I mean, they'll, if, if it's going to benefit their, their devil death cult, they're going to do it. They are going to do it and with a smile on their face and make no apologies for it. There's no morality among this, this cult. So, this then gives the Muslims the propaganda, like the video you posted above, to show the whole world how evil Israel is and how defenseless and wonderful the Muslims are. Please try to refute the attachment to this email. It's only a 67-page attachment I put together on Islam. All documented, all their stuff, all their quotes, all their pictures. It's all it is. It's just 60, 67 pages. I'm sure it's easy to refute. Anybody could. Um, and I said, please try to refute the attachment to this email and check out the very recent links below debunking your theory and your videos. Now, these are just from the, this week. Here's some headlines. Israel Air Force drops leaflets across Gaza City warning residents to evacuate homes immediately. Hamas is asking its residents to ignore the warning. How much more above board could you possibly get than that? We didn't do that during World War II, America or England. We, when, when America and England went into World War II, there was all these noble intentions of we will not bomb civilian targets. I've watched many a documentary on this. But you know what happened? Adolf Hitler bombed London. And when that happened, all bets were off. London and England started bombing civilian targets because, why? Because they knew they could hit them. Firebombing with incendiary bombs. These are bombs that, you know, are going to burn people alive. And then America tried to keep, keep that whole thing going and they found out they couldn't do it either. And then they started bombing civilian targets. And it was basically, that's what it turned into, World War II, particularly toward the end. It's well documented. Israel is so above board in this particular thing, they're dropping leaflets across Gaza City, warning residents to evacu evacuate their homes immediately before they have these surgical strikes. I don't know what more they could do. Okay, I just don't know. Whereas Hamas is saying, no, 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 no. You ignore the warning. It's telling people to ignore the warning. Why? Because they want death and destruction and casualties of their own people. They want it. Israel's trying to avoid it. Why, why would Hamas want destruction? Because then they can throw out the propaganda. Not only that, they believe in order for the 13th Imam, the Imam Mahdi, the 13th Imam, their awaited savior to come. It has to come through much bloodshed. I've read all kind of quotes from, uh, I believe it was Ahmadinejad, where he said, I would sacrifice everybody in this country in order to bring about the Imam Mahdi. In, or in order to destroy Israel. They're the most self-centered, evil, I mean, right out in the open. Okay, so that kind of blows the whole, <laughs> these pathetic videos that were sent to me. Here's the next art. Now, this is just from the last week. This is not including all of the other reams of documentation I have put out over the years regarding this particular subject. This is just from one week, okay? Next article. Horrible graphic pic. Anderson Cooper tw tweets pic of Hamas dragging a man behind a motorcycle in Gaza. 
Uh, and then there's this, there was a sick defense of Hamas, update six men viciously, viciously brutalized and killed by Hamas. Supposedly this guy they were dragging through the thing was a, uh, I don't know, an Israeli spy or something, possibly. That's okay though. I mean, that's, that's, you know, they could do that all day long. Hamas to, Hamas TV to Israel. This was on Hamas TV this week to Israel. Quote, we love death more than you love life. The price will be high. Sons of Zion, all of Palestine is ours. There is nothing here for you but death. End of quote. We love death more than you love life? That's that's a really intelligent, really intelligent saying. I mean, I think it's one of the smartest things I've ever heard said. I mean, really, it's kind of off the scale as far as uh, intelligence goes. Anyway... There's a link to this story. In an attempt to scare Israelis and boost morale among Palestinians, Hamas and its military wing, the Al-Qassam brigades have created videos with messages for Israelis which are being broadcast on Hamas Al-Asqa TV. And that's the main theme. We love death more than you love life. And we will annihilate you. Next article. Israeli government websites under mass hacking attack. More than 20, more than 44 million hacking attempts have been made on Israeli government websites since Wednesday. When Israel began its Gaza airstrikes, the government said on Sunday. So again, the whole world, most of the world believes Israel has no right to self-defense. They're the only company on the uh, country on the planet that's held to this kind of standard. No other country on planet Earth would be held to this kind of standard if they were being bombed and shelled. And, and, and the mass terrorist attacks. And the stated. I mean, it's not like they're, they're trying to hide their intentions. Look what they just said on TV. Look what they say all the time. We are, our main goal is to annihilate you, Israel. You and all your seed. So, I mean, so I think Anonymous did this. 44 million hacking attempts have been made. I think he had something to do with this, that Anonymous guy from the website, uh, up on the internet or something. Because people are going to get on the bandwagon because obviously, you know, those poor Palestinians, they're so defenseless. Now, I'm not saying the people that live there and aren't like radical Islam, I'm not wanting them to die. It's, but it's Hamas that's making sure that they die because they preposition where they launch their rockets from in these civilian targets and then use them as civil, human shields so that when Israel retaliates. Oh, look at these wicked Israelis. And what I can't understand is why can't... Now, I'm not talking about my listeners, but I'm talking about a ton of so-called supposed Christians out there who are literally, I can only think pro-Muslim. I just don't understand where their thinking process is. I, I, I just don't get it. I really don't. Because um, it's so incredibly obvious what's going on here. Next report. Hamas preparing chemical weapons, which, you know, should they chemical weapons have been banned in warfare since World War One. According to Britain's Sunday Times, Israeli special forces are already on the ground in Gaza seeking out rockets and weapons for targeting. The next report. Hamas leader dares Israel to invade. See, they want Israel to invade. They want Israel. They want this war. They act like they're, oh, we're, look at what they, but they're the ones that always provoke it. Harassing, provoking, always doing every possible thing they can do to make the life of, of the Israelis totally miserable. Here's just from today. Satellites show Iran moving quickly to rearm Hamas. All this stuff about the ceasefire. Give me a break. And there's a snowball's chance, and you know where, of, of any of that having any kind of long-term effect. Well, how could you say that? We need peace there. Unless Islam rewrites its unholy books and changes its doctrine, that will not happen. And even if that did happen, most of them wouldn't pay any attention to it. Because, you know, they believe the Quran and all that other stuff is set in stone. Like we believe about the Bible. They're not going to change. Therefore, the ceasefire is an absolute joke. It means nothing. It's just going to start up again. 
has to. Islam has to accomplish its stated goal of total annihilation of Israel, number one. So satellites are showing Iran's moving quickly to rearm Hamas. Israeli intelligence satellites have spied the loading of rockets and other material believed to be destined for the Gaza Strip, according to Israeli officials. According to the report, Iran began preparing weapons shipment around the same time Israel and Hamas negotiated a ceasefire, understanding late last week. Why? Because a ceasefire to them, all that means is that, oh, good, we finally get another chance to kind of bring more, bring more rockets and bring more armaments and bring more troops in so we can get a better beat on Israel. That's all it means to Islam, that they could just have some more time. To do these things. That's all it means. The shipment is said to include Iran-made Fajar 5 medium-range rockets. The same model that was fired into Tel Aviv and Jerusalem areas during Operation Pillar of Defense. Uh, so, and, and this happened the same time the ceasefire. It means nothing. The ceasefire means nothing. Next report. TV airs Death to Israel music video. The day after Hamas agreed to a ceasefire with Israel, the terrorist group's TV station aired this, quote, Death to Israel music video on its station. Here's the video, if you want to watch it. It's catchy, but it's hard to dance to. I, I, I just, no, just sorry, just kidding, a little humor there. Anyway, um, it's, uh, it says, Destroy the throne of Zion, the house of absolute evil. The song goes, raise the banner of victory, be like the fire of a volcano. Repeat in the name of your jihad, which means holy war, Islamic holy war. Death to Israel with blood and fire, resist until freedom. Defeat the soldiers of aggression, the enemies of humanity. End of quote. That's this wonderfully politically correct religion of peace music video they just released. But the mainstream media, for the most part, won't even touch any of these things. They just ignore all of it. Because it's a religion of peace. It's obvious. It's all Israel's fault. They've been the one that's always provoked them over the years, always. I mean, it was... It's just unbelievable. This, the tune is illustrated with video of rockets being launched from Gaza. Which is a nice touch. I mean, you know, they might as well do it all the way if they're going to do it. Presumably into Israel, the Zionist state, as well as other war scenes. So they just launched that new video today, Death to Israel. And then the last one, Islamic terrorists bomb Egyptian Gaza border base after the ceasefire with Israel. I had sent out an email earlier than the week that there was 20 rockets launched in a very, very short time to Israel. And this was after the ceasefire. Their word means nothing. They're liars. They're of their father the devil. And of his lust and of his works, they will do. And I'm talking about radical Islam, terrorists, Hamas, and those types of people. But I guarantee you that as Islam grows in power, as the Muslim Brotherhood is more and more ingrained and instituted into these countries that we've helped topple, so we can insert this radical Islamic elements in, Jordan being one of the last ones that really needs to go down until Israel's totally surrounded by radical Islam, the Muslim populations are all going to fall in line with a more radical mindset and viewpoint. It's just going to happen. And you're going to say, no, that will never... Yes, it will. Do you think they're going to go against Radical Islam? Radical Islam is the ones firing the, the terrorist rockets. Radical Islam are the guys that are strapping on the nail bombs and running into the, to, to the uh, Israeli cafes and blowing up as many men, women, and children, or going on a bus and blowing up as many people as possible. Oh yes, they will all fall in line. They will get on board. They will get on the bandwagon. In fact, a lot of them have probably been waiting to get on the bandwagon. And here's another thing you have to think about with this, which is the most important thing. This is all a spiritual battle. We battle not against flesh and blood. These people are literally demon-possessed. Demons beget demons. The more radical it becomes in any country where Islam is, the more evil it gets. 
And the more easy it's going to be for people to adopt that mindset because it's literally like mass demon possession. It's like when Nazi, when Adolf Hitler took over and you look at all these war films and you see like him in these uh, open air coliseums where there's literally, it looks like two, three million people. I don't even know. And they're literally, looks like they're all hypnotized. I mean, it's like, you know, the lights are on but nobody's home type of thing. It's like they're on demonic autopilot here, is what it looks like. When you see these people in these old archived footages, same exact thing is going on right now in the Middle East. And guess what? Who was Hitler's main what was Hitler's main thrust? What was Hitler's main desire? Granted, yes, building the Aryan fifth root race. Okay, the, the God-man. But what was the biggest thing hindering that from happening? The Jews. Israel. They had to be totally annihilated for that to happen. And then also all the undesirables. But it was the Jews. Who are the Muslims focusing on? Same thing. Different day. Those demons that were around in Adolf Hitler's day, they're still around. Those devils, demons, in fact, there's more of them now because there's been tons of witchcraft done since that point to open up demonic portals for this to happen. And witches and warlocks and these types of things and these high-level occultists and pagans do these types of ritual workings in order to open these doors from these other dimensions, so that these things will come through, and that they will defile humanity, and that they will demon-possess humanity, or devil-possess, whatever you want to call it, fallen angelic influences over humanity, and this is why things are getting more and more wicked by the day. I also posted my teachings here on a lot of the ones I've done on Islam, Islamic Muslim Agenda, Debauchery Exposed, Part 1 and 2, Part 1 and 2. Uh, Muslim Islamic Religion Hypocrisy Exposed, uh, some current event studies I've done where I've went into this. Um, so anyway, I, I posted those. It, it will be about on page 4 if you want to have more confirmation. So that's all I'm going to say about that for today, but I felt like I needed to address that subject. Got this the other day from a listener. It's the blasphemous kidswithoutgod.org ad campaign. I don't know if you've seen this. And they say, look what I found on, on, on a bus. I think this was in Washington, D.C. because this is where this ad campaign is going on right now. Can you imagine how many children see this every day? And it's a picture. And I know you can't. If you're following along, you will be able to see this. Um, and they wonder why children are so out of control and disrespectful. So I'm looking at this. And it's this picture of this girl with this really, like, condescending, disrespectful, uh, almost demeaning look on her face. Like a demeaning look, like you would look at somebody in a demeaning way. Like, And there's a, like a cloud in the corner and a finger pointing out of the cloud. Like it's God, in other words. And it's pointing toward her, and she's got this really condescending, just, I mean, if you saw it, you'd be like, that girl needs some serious biblical discipline, if you know what I mean, okay? And it says, in big letters, I'm getting a bit old for imaginary friends. And it says, kidswithoutgod.org. How wicked is evil, blasphemous. It amazes me the total lack of fear of God in this wicked generation we live in. For the most part, it's very wicked, obviously. And it's from the American Humanist Association. And uh, guy, this is the actual real picture off the bus. This was on the back of a bus uh, on one of the... Uh, it looks like it's on the back of the... Uh, possibly the... Um, there's a bathroom in a bus, possibly the back of the door. I mean, it's all framed and everything. This is not just some random poster somebody just threw up there with tape. This is like real professionally presented on, on this bus. The atheist activist community in America has taken an increasing active role in trying to convince citizens with doubts about their faith 
to fully evolve into non-believers and to come out publicly proclaiming their atheism, essentially. Think of it as a clear form of secular evangelism. Already, non-believers have attempted to reach clergy who are in doubt through the clergy project. <laughs> They're trying to convert lukewarm... Um, I don't even call them lukewarm. I, I don't even... Faithless clergy into full-blown atheists, essentially. You know, hey, might as well. I mean, the Bible talks about God would rather have us either hot or cold. You know? You, I mean, he can't stand the lukewarm. He's going to vomit them out of his mouth, according to Revelation 3. They think they're, 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 they think that they're you know, in need of nothing at all. But in God's eyes, they're blind, wretched, weak, naked before him. That's how the lukewarm church of today is viewed by God. Let's just read the last part of Revelation 3. So they've actually got these non-believers that have attempted to reach clergy who are, who are in doubt of their faith through the clergy project. Additionally, there is a humanist church service each week in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And these are only two examples. Now, in addition to reaching adults, atheist activists have their eyes set on converting kids and teens. An American, the American Humanist Association, or AHA, is a group that seeks to create a, quote, progressive society where being good without gods is widely accepted. And has launched a new outreach called kidswithoutgod.com or kidswithoutgod.org. Humanist, according to a press release put out by the organization, the project's key intention is to attract, quote, humanist, atheist, and other non-traditionally religious kids so that they can find information that is not colored by supernaturalism. Some of those words, you, you don't need all this supernatural stuff the Bible talks about. You know, parting of the Red Sea and, you know, pillar of fire by night and cloud by day. You know, all that stuff. We don't need any of that stuff. Plagues of Egypt and God doing, Jesus doing mighty miracles and all that kind of, no, 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 no. We don't, we don't need to cloud our thinking with that. Why? Because they believe they're their own gods. Just like. This, the first lie that was ever told to Eve in the Garden of Eden, the, the first thing that literally got, caused Eve to sin from the serpent. The temptation of ye shall be as gods. That was the temptation for Eve, and she literally took the bait. So, it's the same thing today. The same thing you see among New Agers, and the same thing that you're going to see increasingly shoved down our throats. We're leaving the age of Pisces, which was dominated by the Christianized version of Jesus, who they view as just another ascended master of the New Agers. And we're going to go into the wonderful age of Aquarius, where ye shall be as gods, if you adopt their agenda and buy into their garbage, and you're going to achieve godhood. And hey, gods don't have to worry about sin, right? We're above sin. We're gods, right? This is why it's so appealing. Because you can live like the devil and be your own god. Hey! You know, it's a win-win. It's only going to wind you up in the lake of fire, though. Hell in the lake of fire for eternity. That's the price. Apart from the Lord Jesus Christ, that's the price. So, if you don't know what it is to be a born-again Christian, to be saved, go to contendingfortruth.com and click on the True Salvation tab at the very top. It says True Salvation. And just listen to those teachings in the order I have them listed. Uh, so, anyway, going further, then I got you a, a little bit better picture of these actual... Um, Posters. There's one with a boy, and there's one with a girl. The girl really looks like really condescending. The boy kind of looks almost even a little scared, but when he sees the finger pointing in him. But the girl's like, whew, oh, 
And then they've got all kind of different ad campaigns they're doing up on the internet. There's all kind of different little banners that I posted here so you can see these screenshots. Among the educational topics that the website touts, according to the release, are religion in public schools, science, sexuality, and discrimination. All right. What does that mean? These are, these are the topics that they're trying to push their agenda through. Religion in public schools, obviously, basically saying that, that all religions are the same, they're man-centered, and you, know, you don't have to believe in that. Uh, science, obviously, they're going to try to use some type of Darwinian type of evolution. We evolved from a rock that turned into a, you know, lemur, which turned into a three-toed sloth, which then finally got into an ape, turned into an ape, and then Neanderthal man, Piltdown man, so on and so on. So that's, they're going to approach it from that angle there. And then sexuality, meaning sexuality and discrimination, meaning, well, if you're a gay, or if you're transgender, or if you're a lesbian, or if you're bisexual, these Christians, they're really judgmental, and you don't need that. You don't need any of this. Who needs a God like that that would judge you? So come to us, kidswithoutgod.org, because we'll tell you whatever you want to hear. In fact, you could be your own God. And you don't have to worry about any of that other garbage. Except when you take your last breath and you plunge into hell. So this is, this is how they're going after it. One video on the children's portal shows Bill Nye, the science guy, describing evolution, for example. So again, they're going to use science, which is so easy to use to prove the Bible. Just see like Kent Hovind's videos and that Ken Ham. And there's a lot of people that do a really good job debunking evolution. Okay? Um, but Bill, good old Bill Nye, the science guy, he's going to set you straight and point you right in Darwin, the, the most asinine theory that the world's just about ever heard of evolution. Considering that both children and teens are being reached through the project, there are two separate web portals designed to reach both these groups. With the plethora of websites geared toward teaching kids about Christianity, Judaism, or Islam, we're pleased to add humanism to the discussion. This was the guy that's the head of this... Oh boy, I wouldn't want to be in his shoes. Uh, from from uh, a judgment standpoint. No, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I mean, we're talking... <laughs> you're trying purposely to destroy little children. I mean, you're, you're in bad, bad standing with, with the Lord Jesus Christ, dude. Real bad. Um, talk about no fear of God. He goes on to say, kids should know there's another way to learn about morals and values. It doesn't need to come from traditional religion. End of quote. Oh, what? According to you? According, I mean, from your satanically forked tongue? Oh, that, that's all I need to hear. I mean, I'm, so where do I sign up? As long as you say it's true. Obviously, you know, you know everything. So, sure, I'll follow you headlong into hell. I mean, that's basically what he's saying. What does the Bible say? Well, Matthew 18.6 says, But who shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the midst of the sea. That's what I would say to this speck heart, this guy that, that's the head of this, at kidswithoutgod.com, American Humanist Association. Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come. Meaning, there's going to be a lot of very offensive things. And there are. And the Bible even says, it must needs be that offenses come. It's just the way it's going to be. But woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. Spect heart. Mr. Spect heart. Woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. You're, I mean, I pray to God if it be possible your soul be saved. I do. 
But man alive, you, you I mean, ugh. and you see, the thing is, is, in today's day and age, it's not like it was even a hundred years ago. Our actions can be much more multiplied because of all the media, the internet, the radio, the TV. We didn't have any of that stuff before. So now our actions can become, and that can either be a blessing or a curse. And from a ministerial standpoint, you know, and from a evil standpoint, you can do a lot more evil nowadays. It can be, you can run a website or have things aired and advertised being, to try to lead people astray or to get them to sin and you're, and it could be going on 24-7 and you're not doing a thing. You're just basically paying the money to get it done. And all that is occurring against your soul. And will be and, and, and the price will be exacted when you plunge into hell. And then when you go to the great white throne judgment, and then you're cast into the lake of fire. All of it's multiplied. It's a really scary thought. The damage that, that any of us can do now, because of the 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 the, the way that um, media has exploded and all the different ways it can be put out there. So and then Matthew 18.10 says, Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones, which is in reference to um, what we were just talking about, who shall offend one of these little ones. Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. You know, be careful about despising little kids. You know? I mean, it says it right here. Take heed that you despise not one of these little ones. I never had a real problem with that one. I just, I don't, I I like little kids. (laughs) So, I mean, you know. (laughs) But it does say that. It does say that. So, anyway. um, Ezekiel 3.20 says, Again, when a righteous man to turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die. Now, how does that apply to all this? Okay, what if you were, let's say you were, I don't know, really kicking it around, and, and you were like, man, I don't know, this. maybe you'd been exposed to the Bible song, maybe, maybe you had picked up a track, maybe you had went to a church service and... And you were really giving this thing a real thorough thought about getting saved. Okay? And all of a sudden, you see this thing on a bus or wherever, kidswithoutgod.org, and you go up to their website, and I'm, 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 I've got a screenshot right in front of me now. It's Kids Without God, and there's an airplane pulling this big banner. It's a cartoon. I mean, how sickening. How incredibly evil and sickening could you get? And it says, meet Darwin, the first tab. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's destroy your faith. It's one of the reasons the Nazis were able to justify what they did with absolutely zero conscience about what they were doing. Because they they viewed killing the Jews and the undesirables, the gypsies and the infirm and the, let's say, the drunks and the whoever. And they killed a lot of homosexuals, but they themselves were rife with homosexuals. Just look at the book called The Pink Swastika. Okay, if you don't believe that. <laughs> they were doing a lot of stuff behind closed doors. They were hypocritical to the hilt there, essentially. And, um, you know, you've got Meet Darwin as the first tab. But it's the way that the Nazis were able to justify doing what they were doing. Because they literally viewed killing of the Jews and these others that I've mentioned as just killing a evil, wicked, inferior animal species. That needed to be annihilated so that they could have their pure Aryan bloodline. The God-man. The fifth root race. So meeting Darwin is one of the worst possible things you can possibly do to destroy a child's faith. You get them on that, on that, if you get them on that road, 
it's all it's automatically like if we evolve from a rock and there's no God, then the Bible doesn't even apply to me. So why would I even give it a thought? And then there's another tab called Seven Promises. I didn't click in any of this stuff, but I can only imagine. Seven Promises from Satan, it should say. And then there, there are videos to brainwash you. And then Science Fun, where I'm sure it will, will bolster whatever they're talking about with Darwin. So this is called laying a stumbling block before, let's say, when a righteous man, let's say they were getting ready to very seriously considering getting saved and, and, and really maybe on the cusp of that. When a righteous man doth turn from his righteousness, and let's say over something like this, over this ad campaign, and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Okay, so that's, the wages of sin is death. For all of sin to come short of the glory of God. This is what we're talking about here. You're trying to lay a stumbling block before people so that they, they don't get saved, so that they can never get saved, and so that you can be an ambassador for Satan and then lead other people to hell. That's what it's all about. That's what Satan's agenda is through things like this. It's all about getting you into hell and the lake of fire, where exactly where he and his fallen angels are going to wind up, and the devils and demons. They're all going to, and they, and misery loves company. They want to make sure they get as many of us in there as possible, because we're created in the image of God, and that's offensive to, to, to Satan, and he knows because we're created in the image of God, and God loves us, that he wants to get as many humans as possible into the lake of fire with him. It's all that really matters to him. There's no rhyme or reason. I've heard this stuff about Satan believes that you know he's really going to win this thing. I don't think he really believes that. He knows how the book of Revelation ends. He knows. He knows the Bible better than, than I, would, I would say probably 99.9% of most Christians, if, if not even more. He can twist scriptures too, like he tried to do to Jesus in the wilderness. He's good at that. <laughs> Real good. And this is why it's so important to have the right word of God. Because you got one of these NIVs or these other Bibles that have already, like the NIVs, taken out 64,000, I believe 64,098 words compared to the King James. Almost 10% of the total text. Were they tithing those words to God? Or was it Satan? You know? You know the NIV publisher, HarperCollins? And our, uh, which is the main publisher that owns Zondervan, is the same publisher that publishes the Satanic Bible. Yep. Rupert Murdoch owns that one. He goes to uh, Rick Warren's church, Saddleback Church. He's one of his most stellar members. And I'm sure that there's no conspiracy there. There's no, there's no hidden agenda. Anyway, um, so yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm up on their website. You can see the, the website, the Blasphemous website that they've got here. And again, I, I say this stuff so that we can pray against this as well. Not just so we can get mad about it. Yeah, we need to be aware of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us. But to literally come into prayer against these types of things. Because God can make sure this is dealt with. But the Bible also says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that God, in regarding the end times that we're going into, and we're in, regarding the end times where there's going to be a falling away of the church, and then that wicked one shall be revealed, the Antichrist, capital W, Antichrist, wicked. But God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. If you if you like this, if you if even a child go up there, oh, this is awesome. This is what I've been searching for. You're having pleasure in unrighteousness. You have no love for the truth. This is much easier to believe than the truth. The truth is typically the truth. A lot of times you see hear that expression, the truth hurts. Usually does. The truth is usually not what you would want to hear from a fleshly standpoint. But Jesus Christ said, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, 
and the truth shall make you free. You only hear the last verse part of it quoted typically. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Yeah, but it's predicated upon continuing in his word. It's conditional. It's just not, everybody just doesn't get the truth, okay? That's why I said it's so important to be reading the Bible on a consistent basis because if you're not doing that, you're not undergoing the washing of the water of the word that the Bible talks about. It's literally cleansing you. The washing of the water means literally reading the word of God, hearing the word of God, literally sanctifies you. That mean, that word means to be made holy and set apart for God's use. A vessel fit for the master's use. That's why that's so important to read the word of God. And I mean, I need to read it more. I'm not like over here condemning you saying, oh, I'm so much better because I read the word of God so much. I'm not, I'm not doing that, trust me. <laughs> Um, we, we all need to do that more. We all need to, I'm sure, pray more. We all need to read the Word of God more. There's a lot of things I'm sure we all could improve upon in our lives because we're not perfect. We're not perfect. I see these, these a, a lot of these um, things out there in Christianity where it's like, well, you know, basically a lot of these Christians act like they walk around in sinless perfection once they're supposedly saved. I'm like, if that's the case, why did Paul say, oh, what a wretch of a man that I am? Who should deliver me from the body of this death? The things that I shouldn't do, that I do. And the things I should do, that I don't do. And that was the probably the greatest apostle of all. Oh. Well, we don't discuss that verse. You just need to walk around in sinless perfection. Do we sin to um, because we have liberty you know, to do that? No, we're not supposed to do that. We're not supposed to go around and sin and commit sin. So Galatians 5.13 says, For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. Okay, so we don't use our liberty that we have in Christ Jesus to sin, essentially. Okay, Romans 6.1 what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Okay, so it's not something we're striving for, but we also don't think that we're walking around in sinless perfection, holier than thou, condescending, sanctimonious. Like I see quite a few people. Yes, we strive for perfection. Yes, we're supposed to reckon ourselves dead to sin. Yes, we're supposed to reckon ourselves crucified with Christ. Okay, these types of things, absolutely. But there's also a biblical balance. There's a lot of Bible verses that need to be reconciled. We just don't focus in on certain ones to the exclusion of the rest. The Bible talks about in First uh, John, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's in First John. And that's, a, that's to a believer. Okay, so, anyway, I, I just wanted to kind of throw that in there. Um, let's go further here. This is, we're, we're getting just to the end of this one article. In an effort to get the satanic word out, the AHA is spending $30,000 on an advertising campaign on 140 buses in the Washington, D.C. area. In addition, these placements will be, there will be internet ads on Pandora, Facebook, and Google. YouTube and other outlets. And here's a link to the main article. I had a hard time finding this information on that. Um, the only one I could see that was exposing it was the blaze.com. And so anyway, I got all the pictures if you want to see those and that type of thing. So, uh, let's see here. Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and end part one here. And we'll go to part two, kind of pick up on another subject. So God bless you, and we'll see you in part two. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson. Second line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202. Third line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613.
or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.